It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel, your humble servant, straight from Paris. <laughs> um, I want to start the show with a quick, uh, actually, an answer from uh, a question from a friend of mine about what we all have done once: stalking, stalking on social media, and the effect on a potential partner. So, quick story: uh, that uh, friend of mine, a guy um, interested in a woman. And uh, she apparently stalked him and start to like things, and even though they, you know, have only had one date. And he told, "Is that normal, Simon? And why, you know, it makes me feel a little creeped out." Or you know, I said, "I think it's just a show and interest, a little bit of insecurity to start stalking so early." So, quick advice: if you have to stalk somebody, don't start to like all the pictures at the beginning because that's going to creep out anyone. So, if you like somebody, respect the timing and the privacy. And that, I told my friend, you know, it's a sign of interest, also a sign of insecurity to stalk and like all the pictures after just one date. Anyway, you calls and your questions are next. Bonjour, Johanna. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Johanna. Qu'est-ce qui se passe? What's going on? Um, okay, so I have been with my boyfriend for, well, it's like seven or eight years now. Um, mm -hmm. And... Um, I'm just not attracted to him when it comes to, you know, the ooh-la-la. Mm -hmm. I have tried. I, you know, I've gotten to the point where I have to drink wine um, if I want to do it. Um, and I feel terrible. It's, um, you know, he keeps saying like, oh, well, could we do it on Sunday? And I'll be like, well, um, I have to go to the gym and I just keep finding ways to get out of it. I know it's not fair to him. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm dismayed because I really love him and care about him, but I, just not attracted to him. That's it. Uh, Joanna, that started from the beginning, or is it just lately? You know, when I first met him, I wasn't attracted to him. It was one of those things where the love grew. I, I grew to love who he was. Okay. When you drink wine or alcohol, what happens? You certainly want to have ulala, or you just that's just to forget the ulala? Yeah, it's, unfortunately, it's just to sort of put myself in another place, because I just don't find him attractive and it's not physical it's just i don't find him no chemistry yeah yeah exactly okay because so with other guys in the past you've had some crazy wild ulala and things were great yes yes okay so here's the last question and it's a good one but a tough one why would you want to stay with a man who wants to ulala with you when you are disgusted by this man for the ulala Right, right. And you did say disgusted, and I hate to say it, but that's how I feel. I know. I know. It's, it makes me feel terrible. It's Yeah, it's. I love him so much and care about him, but it's. it feels like sibling love. It feels like best it's, friend love. It's also, yes, and, but you also impose on yourself an abuse of who you are as a woman. Right. But that's self-inflicted because you don't have to make love with him. You can also stop all that. And he has to ask the question to himself, why does he stay with a woman who's disgusted by him and become the object of your disgust? And, and this has to stop because it's very toxic for both of you. So I would have a talk. I would just mention that, you know, we have to be friends now and the relationship ends. And, and if you ask why, I said, because um, we don't have any more chemistry. Just don't talk about the past. I said, it's gone and we are best friends, and you need a woman who wants you, and I need to be a man who wants me to, or we're self-destructing each other. Okay? Yeah, you're right. Thank you so much. It's so hard nope. to say to someone, I don't want to hurt his feelings, but I know I have to. 
I understand it happened to me before, both situations. Yeah. So we'll talk about that too. But thank you so much, Joanna, for calling, sharing, and have a good night. Be strong. Okay, thank you, Simon. Appreciate it. Interesting story, Joanna just, just was telling me about um, her relationship. How long, actually, have you ever stayed with somebody even though you were not attracted to them anymore? Let's talk about that next. Have you ever stayed with somebody that uh, you were not attracted to anymore because you love them, but you had to um, once in a while have ulala because you have to, not because you wanted to? Um, and, and I think it's something common that we've, most of us have experienced. We love someone, we enjoy the company, we enjoy the conversations, we enjoy the kindness, we enjoy the same hobbies, the same lifestyle, yet there's no chemistry. We just, we get, if we're honest, it's perfect on paper, but in flesh and, and blood, it's just not there. Um, and, and here's what I've learned from, from my personal story about this. I'm going to share with you that next. Like, what are the lessons I've learned about not playing with that too long? It's a dangerous fire. Next. So, you know, I do this show so you don't do like me, but you do better than me, hopefully. That's the point, you know. Let's learn from each other. And I have made that mistake um, to... Um, sometimes stay with a, a woman that didn't want to be with me because I liked her a lot and she was also very, you know, charming. So, you know, so then you pass on the details, but looking back, it's, it's, it was toxic and my therapist told me what are the signs. It's very simple. And my last caller, John, I mentioned it right away. If you feel in your relationship or your marriage or your partnership equally in tune when it comes to ooh-la-la, doesn't mean you want all the time, but I mean, then be honest. Because that fire leads to hate and disgust. And when you're there, it's humiliating for both of you. So keep that in mind. The ulala is at all time how you both intimately feel with each other. And if it's not there, talk with a therapist, but don't ignore it. Uh, you call the next. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Sarah. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Sarah. What's going on? How can I help you tonight? I fell in love for the first time. Uh, and it's been a little bit of time, but I, I don't know if I should move on or wait for that person because this has never happened before. It's only mm -hmm. been a month and I usually just jump from dating someone to the next, but this feels different. Uh, how long were you with your ex-boyfriend? Nine months. Nine months. Why did you break up? I think we both got pretty stressed during quarantine. I lost some work and um, they were stressed with work and it, we just got into an argument and it never really was resolved, it feels like. Okay. And what was the argument about? argument was actually about like scheduling time between work and hanging out and each other's friends um very small friends you know quarantine pods but um it seems like it wasn't that complicated okay. yeah okay um do you miss him yeah i do and he has not reached out to you at all since you broke up um just through social media, always watching my stuff and liking my stuff. That's about it. I just haven't reached out either. 
I see. Do you want to reach out? Do you want to see him again? Or you just you, you want to move on? What's your intuition? I mean, my instinct is always to move on, but I, I want to reach out. I just don't know how is appropriate. Yeah. How to reach out? Um, yeah. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, but before we do it, you broke up with him or he broke up with you? It was like a mutual decision. It was a mutual decision. Okay. You know what? On this one, I say that um, you reach out to him by text, say, hi, how have you been? Okay? okay? Just, how have you been? It's not a big deal. And then we'll see what he says. If he re-engage you and then you can feel it's a good vibe, then he will reconnect with you naturally and organically. If he answer in a cold way or too much time in between, then you're really done. And then you can date somebody else. But I would, I would give you the one last text chance. I think the, you, know, you broke up not for cheating, not for bad things, mm -hmm. but for you know, stress from COVID. And you, you were in love with him. So why don't we give love a second chance? Okay. I'll try that. Thank you. All right, Sarah. You have a good night. You too. Thank you so much. Coming up, I got to go to Victoria's email because her boyfriend has asked us to do something and she's not sure if she should or shouldn't. Uh, Victoria's email is next. So Victoria sent me an email, and you can do the same, at therendezvousshow.com saying, Bonjour Simon, my boyfriend asked me to sign a prenup before he proposes, and it makes me feel like he doesn't trust me. I'm against prenups, but he says we can't get married without one. What should I do? Well, that's a good question. What should you do if your partner asks you to sign a prenup? I'll tell you what I think next. So what should you do if the partner you love uh, asks you to sign a prenup before you propose, right? It's like no proposal uh, and no marriage until you sign a prenup. What should you do? So Pam sent me that question. Here's my answer. A prenup is good, but it has to be equilibrium. It has to be good for both of you. So welcome the prenup, but then uh, ask for your partner to pay for the attorney for you, different than his which will allow you to know all his net worth because you're gonna, he's going to have to disclose everything and you've got to be fair. So I like the prenup, but it has to be good for both partners. Don't be afraid of prenups. It's a contract. And if you don't want to do a prenup, you, you like, um, how can I say that nicely? You, you're swimming with the sharks without any protection. Please trust me, a good prenup will protect both of you. That's my advice for you, Victoria. You call the next. Bonjour, Alexandra. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alexandra. So, uh, you have an interesting love story, apparently, with your boyfriend. It's recent. Yes, he's so sweet. We've only been dating like four months. Um, and on our first date, he asked me what my favorite food was. He said, pizza. And seriously, every Friday night since, he mm -hmm. has brought home like a different mm -hmm. pizza for me. Every Friday night? Every Friday, he brings pizza. It's so sweet. Wow. How does that make you feel? Every Friday, tell me how it makes you feel. Oh, God, I just feel like, I don't know, like he heard me on our first date and he wants to make me, you know, obviously he's not the best cook, so he's not going to like cook it, but like to bring it home, bring pizza home every Friday and we have this really fun little date and it's just now become our little tradition and I don't know, it just I like that. feel really special. No, exactly. And the second thing is, what's your favorite pizza? So I love pizza too. What's your favorite pizza? The best pizza 
Well, I like, I haven't had a pizza I didn't like, but <laughs> um, except anchovies. Anchovies are gross. But the best pizza is pepperoni and black olive. Oh, that's good. Ay, ay, ay. Don't get me hungry. It's late tonight. All right. <laughs> Alexandra, thank you so much for sharing. It makes me want to eat a pizza right now, but it's mm, too late now. Too. Anyway, thank you so much. And this is a good guy. So enjoy the pizza for the years to come. Thank you, Simon. Anytime. Have a good night. Bonsoir. Bonsoir. Coming up, I am going to go listen to Tiana's voicemail because she needs advice about her guy and needs my help. So her voicemail is next. So please remember that I'm here all the time through my voicemail. So if you have a question, not just during show hours like tonight, but during the day, evening, whenever, leave me a voicemail at 855-905-8255. Leave me a question, I'll play it on air. Just like for Tiana's. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Tiana. Um, I'm calling because I just wanted to get your advice on this guy that I really like. We have this great, great uh, connection and chemistry, um, but he is genuinely very busy. I mean, he's made the first moves, first kiss and all that jazz. But um, how do I get a guy that's really busy to make sure that he makes time for me? Um, I will definitely be listening to hear what you have to say because you always give the best advice. So thank you. Thank you, Tiana, for the kind words. I'll try my best. Yeah, how do you get a, a guy, a very busy guy, to make time for you? That's Tiana's voicemail and question. My answer is next. So what should you do if you date somebody and, and things are going well, but they're almost too busy to date? You know, that's Tiana's question. You know, she wants to get her very busy boy guy to make time for her. Um, here's my advice. Distance. Don't ask him run away, and I don't mean run away from the relationship, just a couple steps back. Don't be so available. Why? Because I want him to miss you. Why? Because I want him to say, where is she? Why? Because I don't want you to be humiliated asking for time. We want to see each other. Listen, even the president have a wife or uh, the biggest businessman or whatever, you know, everybody, LeBron James makes time for his wife, whoever. What I mean by that is that if you want attention, step back. Don't run after somebody. Step back and they'll come for you if they miss you. And then you'll know. Okay? That's my advice. Distance. Calls next. Bonjour, Stéphie. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Stéphie. What's going on? How can I help you? Well, um, during the quarantine and everything, I became a lot more spiritual. I gave up drinking. I'm so happy about that. And I started meditating. And yeah, the thing good. is, my thank you, my boyfriend... He's not really on the same page. You know, he doesn't really get what I'm doing. And he makes, you know, he jokes about it a lot. But I feel like we're drifting apart. And I don't know if I should be encouraging him more to get involved into what, in what I'm doing or if it's going to cost me my relationship. Um, so I don't really know what I should be doing right now. Okay. Uh, allow me to ask you two personal questions. Um, when it comes to drinking in your life, did you think... You have some form of, of you, you fought an addiction with that? It, it, you went too far or something that you suffered from? Uh, no, not addiction, but we were drinking all the time. It was becoming like a social plus plus kind of thing, you know? Okay. Do you miss the alcohol inside you, you, your brain, your blood, stream, etc.? Do you miss this feeling? <laughs> not at all. Okay. He still drinks a lot? Yeah. Well, listen... First of all, I applaud the fact that the sobriety and, and being able to, um, to live you know, life in a healthy way. 
uh, it's wonderful to hear this. So I'm supporting what you do 100%. But it has to come from him. You can't tell him what to do. And it may cost you relationship, but you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody toxic. Lifestyle is divided in two, for me, two parts. Who wants to live, A. Who wants to self-destruct, B. Who wants to live is everybody, all of us, making efforts to live healthier, eat better, don't drink, don't take drugs, um, socialize in a, in a non-toxic way, do good, to feel good. And the ones who want to self-destroy are, you know, the depressed people usually that needs drug, alcohol, partying, uh, taking risk, highs and lows. And, and, and that is two different desire in life, okay? Uh, who wants to live, who wants to die, it's almost that. And you want to live now. So I, I, I admire that. I would not say an ultimatum. I would just watch him in the next couple of weeks. If you feel it's not getting better, just break up with him and, and prioritize the way you live. Because what's the point of living with somebody who doesn't share the same value than you when it comes to lifestyle? Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just so sad that things end this way because I feel like I'm so much richer and full of life and I can't do that. So thank you. But I applaud you. It's that nobody told you to do this, Steph. You did it on your own. And that's the only way for all of us to evolve. We have to want to evolve. Evolution is not free. They ask efforts, frustrations, and a desire to live. So congratulations, Steph, on all that. Be strong and always choose life over death by far. Thank you so much, Simon. Anytime, Steph. You have a good night. You too. Oh, I got a good question to ask you to finish this show. Have you ever stayed in a relationship only because you didn't want to start over with someone new? Hmm, that's coming up next. Have you ever stayed in a relationship but only because you didn't want to start over with someone new? I posted that on my social media and I hope that you do follow me at Money Radio. It's a lot of fun, 24-7. It's just not the two hours of the show, it's 24-7 pure romance relationship and joie de vivre. Anyway, you voted 55% said yes, I've stayed in a relationship only because I didn't want to start over with someone new. 45% of you voted no. Thank you so much for voting. And most of it, thank you for trusting me at night for your relationship questions, to sharing your personal love stories, and you make my life and my nights a little better, and you bring that light into my life every night. So thank you very, very much for spending the evening with me. Et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.